0: You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: And what's good, Washington Wizards fans? Welcome to the Locked On Wizards podcast. This is your host, Ed Oliver. You can follow the Locked On Wizards on Twitter, Twitter, at Locked On Wizards, you can follow me on Twitter at edt 0 T. Make sure you guys subscribe to Locked On Wizards or uh, wherever you can get a podcast, and also we are on YouTube now. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and also hit the notification bell. Um, and then, if you do have mailbag questions, I, I'm gonna, I'm going to do a mailbag for the Friday episode. Um, some people already commented on YouTube. Thank you guys for that. Thank you guys for the for the interaction on YouTube. I appreciate it. Be uploading on YouTube every day, five days a week, as well as the podcast. And um, as I keep saying, October 5th is that first preseason game against the rock it's at eight o'clock. I can't wait. October 20th, first game of the season against the Raptors at 7:30. Just giving you guys that heads up every single day. Um, so today was training camp day two. Uh, before we do get into training camp, this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto Amazing Selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On since you. Uh, so today was training camp day number two. Um, today, with the episode, we're going to uh, read and react again, just talk about some comments from uh, Wes Unsell Jr.'s press conference, Talked about switching, uh, which the Wizards did a lot of that last year. They're not going to switch, so I do want to talk about that a little bit. And then also uh, Mantras Harrell had a press conference today, and Spencer Dinwiddie had a press conference as well. And then I think we're going to end Talking about some training camp battles, just some guys who I – some positions I see because there's a lot of competition on this roster, a lot of guys fighting for minutes. You know, I've already talked a lot about who's going to start. So we're just talking about some training camp battles um, that I want to get to. So we'll talk about that. But let's start with uh, Wes Unseld Jr. in his press conference. Uh, He did talk about practice today a little bit. I really – like I said before, I really wish it was like a hard knock style where you could kind of see what's going on. Or a live feed of you know what's going on in the scrimmages and whatnot. I don't even know if they're scrimmaging. They have scrimmages because last uh, yesterday they said it was eighty percent, twenty percent defense, which is a culture change for the Washington Wizards. As last year, Bradley Bill said, we cannot guard a park car, so it's it's a culture change. A defensive minded team, which is going to be weird for the Washington Wizards, it hasn't been a defensive minded team in years, and I'm excited to see it. Like I said, it's, it's a lot of hype with the defense right now but I can't wait to see it come to fruition and them actually go out there and do it. We have better defenders at the wing spot and just the personnel, more athletic guys. So I'm excited to see what we can do defensively this year. Uh, Wes Enzo Jr. Said today was more let's get up and down and try to apply some of the things we worked on yesterday. Um, he, quote, he was quoted to say, regardless of what you're doing is how you're doing it. Uh, Wes Enzo Jr. On answering a question about the decision not to switch as much. So, it will be interesting. You know, last year we switched a lot. We had, you know, it, it showed in the playing game against Jason Tatum, it showed against bigger wings, bigger guards with that three guard lineup. We just got destroyed, you know, guarding Jason Tatum, guarding Jay, the Jalen Browns of the world, um, guys who were six foot five or six six or taller, you know, putting a Raul Nettle or Hall Nettle on them or Ish Smith or even Bradley Bill. It was just Tobias Harris. In the playoffs, it was just a mismatch after mismatch after mismatch. And the depth that we just did not have at that wing position is drastically changed. You know, you can you can um even if we do switch, I think it will be better this year. You can you know, if you're switching from KCP to Kuzma, that's a lot better from switching from Haul to Ishmith on a uh, six, seven, six, uh, six, eight, six, six foot nine uh, wing player that can shoot over them continuously. Uh, but we're not going to switch. We're going to fight through screens. We're going to get down in a stance, and I love to hear that from Wes Unsell Jr. Instead of, you know, switching to Robin Lopez last year on a, on a small guard so he can get cooked by the point guard, you know, a shifty point guard, just blow by Robin Lopez or blow by Thomas Bryant. We're not going to do that anymore. We're going to fight through screens and communicate. Uh, Wes Unsell Jr. also says, beyond a mentality, it's also just a focus on needing to rebound better. So that's an interesting quote because we were a good rebounding team. Of course, you know, Russell Westbrook. Averaged uh, ten rebounds per game was the leading guard in rebounds. I mean, it was incredible. We already know the story about Russell Westbrook, how how much tenacity he puts towards rebounding, offensive rebounding. The guy sure. is just an incredible rebounder. So that is a loss for sure in the rebounding department. But as a team collectively, I think we can um, definitely rebound the ball well. Like I said, we have more athletic wings. Daniel Gaffers a great rebounder. Marcus Harrell. Harrell has had a couple double doubles as well. So. Um, it just comes down to that mentality, just boxing out. I think we can still be a great rebounding team. Bradley Bill's a solid rebounder as well. Spencer Dinwiddie uh, is a good rebounder. So we we have some guys who are some tough guys and some go-getters who are good at boxing out and are ready to go get the basketball. Um, then Wes Unso Jr., he goes on to talk about the flexibility. The roster allows them to play a lot of concepts more so than players having to fit into a certain spot. Um, He also talked about Isaiah Isaiah Todd. You know, Isaiah Todd's been a little quiet. I haven't heard much about him. He said he responded well, has shown good moments, and then there's teaching moments on uh, Mm -hmm. Isaiah Todd. And then he also talked about Montrose Harrell. He said it's welcome sometimes. The gym is quiet, talking about Montrose Harrell being vocal on the court. So Montrose Harrell, he's going to be one of those leaders this year. He's going to be one of those vocal leaders. I mean, he was a guy who was on a championship caliber team in the Lakers last year, and he's just a junkyard dog. I do also like the quote from Wes Unsell Jr. saying that Spencer Dinwiddie is a very good playmaker, a very cerebral player. He looked great today the whole practice. There are very few, if any, limitations. So that's good news on Spencer Dinwiddie. We want him to be 100% healthy coming off that ACL injury, and he's going to be our point guard. He's going to be our floor general. So I'm excited to see what Spencer Dinwiddie can do for the Washington Wizards this year. So, I do want to move on to Mantra's Herald's press conference and talk about what he said today. Then I do want to talk about what Spencer did and what he also said today. But before we do get into that, this episode is brought to you by Sweat Block. It's doctor created, doctor recommended. Works for up, up to seven days per use and dry shirt guarantee. It is still warm in the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area. So you definitely need a Sweat Block and it's still wedding season. Like I said, you, you got your suit on, you got your tuxedo on, you don't want to have that, that pit stain. Sweat block is a stained defender featured and tested on the Rachel ray ratio by Firefighters, best seller on Amazon for the past 10 years, over 13,000 reviews, manufactured in the USA as well. It's your little secret of confidence. There is a must have for everyone's toiletry bag, whether it's a big presentation or a hot date, everyone can benefit. Featured on the Rachel ratio once again. Uh, the promo code is locked on. Get it today for 20% off at sweatblock.com with promo code locked on or at Amazon and CVS. This episode is also brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning as your Odyssey and LX or EX? And wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. Your computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money using Rock Auto. They have everything you could need, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need from rockauto.com. So let's get to Montrose Harrell, but I do want to talk. I do want to get to Spencer Dinwiddie's quotes as well today. He has some very interesting quotes, and I think he is going to be, uh, Bradley Bill is the engine to the car. Bradley Bill is the head of the snake, as Montrose Harrell said. He's the leader of this team um tommy Shepard last week praised bradley bill against saying that he's the temperature of the team the thermostat of the team but i think spencer Dinwiddie is going to be very close to bradley bill as a leader on the floor you listen to the way spencer Dinwiddie talks and how insightful he is he'll talk you through a play like he's the quarterback of the team and i love hearing that from spencer Dinwiddie. and i love how uh, was until jr is already praising spencer Dinwiddie, saying he's a great playmaker very a uh, very cerebral player and he looked great today. No limitations from Spencer Dinwiddie. So I'm expecting a very good year from Spencer Dinwiddie. Uh, he was great with the Nets when he was given the keys to the card, averaged you know, 20 points and seven assists a game. And then when they did go to the playoffs with D'Angelo Russell and other guys, uh, Spencer Dinwiddie was great, man. He, he's a bucket getter. He really is a scorer. But let's get to Montrose Harrell, somebody who I really think is going to be a huge contributor uh, with six man of the year in 2020 going to be a huge contributor to this team. And he brings a toughness and a tenacity to this roster, just that junkyard, blue-collar mentality the Washington Wizards definitely need. They just need somebody with a chip on their shoulder. Uh, Montrose Harrell always talks about where he came from. Not a lot of people made it out of where he came from. And he just used that motivation, that energy. Every time he plays on the court, he just looks like he has a chip on his shoulder, that he's just ready to just dig like that junkyard dog that he is. Um. Marchesiro, he says we have a we got a great group of guys. Uh, I can agree with that. He also talks about the importance of stacking good days and having to take advantage of practice days. That's coaches' game plans. We're going to carry it out to a T. Uh, he also talks about the luxury of being on teams in the past that had great veterans going back to college. He did win a championship at Louisville, um, so they had a great team as well. Uh, he describes the differences between Bradley Bill and Spencer Dinwiddie. That Bill's a bit more free flowing, and Dinwiddie is more about the details. In situations. So I could definitely see that with Dinwiddie uh, in his press conference. He just taught, he taught us, you know, throwing the ball in the slot, how to get the ball to Gaffer, how to get the ball to Harrell, just different ways he wants to pass and gets gul- get guys involved, the corner pocket. Just, you know, terminology that you just don't hear every day, but he just really sounds like a quarterback of the team, somebody who is trying to give everybody insight on the terminology that they use and how he's going to set players up and get assists and make everybody comfortable out there. Marshall said there's going to be ups and downs this season as a group. They're a new group. And he talks about the importance of just sticking together during those times. He said it's also going to be a learning process. This is a new team. So, you know, there's going to be a lot of different guys, different chemistry and whatnot. So everything he said out there was, was very factual. So I'm interested to see how these guys can gel with the new Lakers. Um, Corey Kispert being drafted. Of course, Bradley Bill, Dinwiddie being brought in. A lot of new pieces. You know, Tommy Shepard said it's not a running back team. Tommy Shepherd did not, definitely did not, uh, run it back this year. So uh, it will be interesting to see how the chemistry is with this roster. And Montrez Harrell, my expectations for him, he's going to have to, um, he's going to be a key piece to this roster, especially before Thomas Bryant comes back. And I love Daniel Gafford a lot, but I do understand that you know we do have to see him first improve on uh, not fouling, how to defend without fouling, and then also his stamina. You know, we got to see if it's there. And, you know, if somebody does, if Gafford does get in foul trouble, then Montrose Harrell, of course, is that first guy in. He's going to get a lot of minutes. Uh, I feel like, you know, before Thomas Bryant gets back, they probably will split minutes in a 48-minute game. I'm expecting, you know, Gafford to get around 24, 25. I'm expecting Montrose Harrell as, as well to get 24 to 25 minutes. But the only thing with Montrose Harrell right now, the uphill battle with him is that he is six foot seven, So that is part of the reason why he plays so hard, you know, guys – Guys like that, undersized bigs, you know, you got to play harder, you got to play tougher, because you're not seven foot playing seven foot two. You got to use your body to get to the basket. You got to use different skills, pump, pump face, up and under moves, swim moves, different things. Marchosio, if you watch this game, he'll get in the post and face up, and do a crossover in the post. He'll do it between the legs in the post. He he has a bevy of moves in his arsenal. He has a trick bag, just to get to the basket and score. So, it is going to be interesting to see. Uh, Montrose hero getting a lot of minutes of course off the bench which he's normally used to and in this press conference he praised Lou Williams a lot on media day and I do look at him as basically like the Lou Williams of bigs he's that six man who's always just going to be a great six man he plays well against backup bigs and he he can play well against starter bigs but he does take advantage of playing against uh, backup bigs so it's huge for him to come off the bench come in there and he's a microwave scorer. He's a guy that can fill it up. Now he's not a three point shooter at all. He's not going to space the floor much. So that's why, you know, the Lakers, you know, he didn't get a lot of time playing time in the playoffs. And he also struggled to get playing time in the playoffs against the Clippers as well. So there's pros and cons to Marcus Harrell's game. Um, you know, defensively he has struggled. He's not much of a rim protector. You look in the playoffs. He did struggle against Nikola Jokic, which everybody still struggles against Nikola Jokic. But once again, like I said, he struggled to get minutes in that Clippers. Um, series where they lost to the Nuggets and then he also struggled to get minutes with the Lakers and he wasn't happy about it he's very vocal on Twitter and very vocal on social media and just very a vocal person he wears his emotions on his sleeve so we're just we're just going to get 110 percent energy from Montrose Herald every day and every night so I'm excited to see that him and Gaffer they can feed off the energy I would not play both of those guys on the floor together or Thomas Bryant. I wouldn't play Montrose Harrell and Thomas Bryant on the floor together at all. It would just have to be one of those bigs. that We never saw Gafford and Robin Lopez play at the same time. We never saw Gafford and Alex Lynn. We never saw Alex Lynn and Robin Lopez play on the floor at the same time. Just They're both too slow defensively to be a four and guard some four. There's some fours out there that are facing up I, basically all, all the fours, stretch fours, guys who can put the ball on the floor and get to the cup. So it would be a mismatch for Thomas Bryant to be at the four spot, in my opinion. It would be a mismatch for Montrose Harrell to be at the fourth spot. so But I hear nothing but good things from Montrose he's, he's He's been a vocal leader. He's one of the older guys on the team, even though he's only 27. All the guys on the team are under the age of 30, so he is going to be looked at as a leader. Of course, Bradley Bill being a head, head of the snake, he's going to be looked at as a vocal leader. Tommy Shepard, um, last his press conference said Bradley Bill's more of a reserve guy, but we're going to need him to step up and be more more of a vocal leader um, this year, offensively and defensively. So um, nothing but good things I hear from Montrose Hero. So we'll get to Spencer Dinwiddie's. Uh, presser today and then i'll name about two or three training camp battles and then we we'll are head on to friday and then it will be the weekend and then tuesday is preseason i can't wait we get some actual basketball i can't wait for that can't wait can't wait uh, but before we do this episode is brought to you by bet online the washington football team is favored by one and a half against the falcons got to look up the over under for that game too but If you want to bet on that game, go to betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the greatest sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game. As teams prep for their runs to the playoffs, head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. The promo code is LOTS. On. This episode is also brought to you by Sleeper. In 2018, the fantasy experts at Sleeper realized that fantasy basketball was broken. Games were being won and lost based on whose player had more scheduled games that week. It made no sense and required very little strategy. So in 2020, Sleeper released a brand new way of playing fantasy basketball. It's called Game Pick, and it's only available on Sleeper. It's Game and game Pick, owners pick a single game per week for each starter to count toward their team's total score, ensuring an even number or of games played between opponents. The days of losing because your opponent's players simply have more scheduled games to play in that week are over. And Game Picks, you pick one game per week for each player based on player matchups, home versus away, opponent's defensive ranking, pace of play, and more. All of that adds up to more strategy and less busy work. Whether you prefer redraft, keeper, or dynasty, Game Picks has you covered. Sleeper cracked crack the fi- f- uh, fantasy basketball code if you play fantasy football. If you prefer building out a weekly strategy versus daily busy work, you're going to love Game Picks. Download the Sleeper app and start a league with your Friends, today you will not be disappointed. Sleeper's one-of-a-kind game pick is the most strategic fantasy basketball experience in the industry. All right, so let's get to Spencer Dinwiddie's pressure here. Um, Spencer Dinwiddie, he's a charismatic guy. He's an interesting guy. He's a smart guy. We already know about the crypto and him trying to buy a Wizards patch for about $12 million. He was denied by the NBA. But all that aside, like I said, I think he's going to be a uh, quarterback of the offense for the for the Washington Wizards. Of course, Bradley Bill is going to be our main scorer. He's going to get the ball the most out of everybody. But Spencer Dinwiddie being our point guard and our floor general, I'm excited to big things from Spencer Dinwiddie. Just scoring his craftiness, I can't wait to see it. All right. So um, he says, a lot of our style promotes defensive rotations, flying around ball movement on the offensive end. Um, about ball movement. We didn't move the ball last year. There's a lot of isolation, a lot of Robin Lopez hook shot. Russell Westbrook goes to the basket and Bradley go to this basket. They were double-teamed a lot, triple-teamed a lot. Kick it out, we didn't have shooters. We didn't shoot the ball well. Davies Bertans was one of the only forty per, or shooters over 37% last year uh, from the three-point line. So we just didn't have a lot of great shooters. We didn't shoot threes a lot either. We were one of the bottom teams in three-point attempts per game. So I thought we improved with the depth from shooters. KCP is a 40% shooter. Davies Bertans, 39% last year. Aaron, even Aaron Holiday, 37% with a 3 Kyle Kuzma, 36% from the three. So all-around ball movement and spacing is going to help on uh, both sides of the floor. Um, the best part was there was a lot of carryover today. Spencer Dinwiddie talking about practice, so practice has been good. 80-20 defensively. Um, Spencer Dinwiddie says guys coming into camp in shape and ready to go has helped them get off to a good start. Um, Spencer Dinwiddie says he can always get possessions for himself, but he views the point guard position as one that should make things easier for their teammates. Um, Like I said, him and Daniel Gafford on that pick and roll, him and Montrose Hero on the pick and roll. He was really good with DeAndre Jordan, really good with Jared Allen on the pick and roll as well. So I I expect the same thing to happen with Daniel Gafford as well. Uh, So Spencer Deneway says, I think the accountability aspect of things, I think that's important with a young group effort isn't something that needs to be coached. Um, So yeah, they're still young, but they got some guys who have some championship pedigree and some guys that have been in the league for this is this is year 10 for Bradley bill it's crazy i mean 28 came in the league when he was 19 or 18 um year 10 for the guy i mean wow he's been in the league for a long time haircut bradley bill when bradley bill had a haircut i just remember those days chicago we beat the chicago bulls in the first round a young john wall a young bradley bill clean shaven um so yeah bradley bill's been in the league for a while he has been in the league for a long time uh so what he says we have a lot of guys with high basketball iq um, he says, it's going to be fun not having too much predictability in what we do. So, yeah, the, the Wizards are a wild card team. They are a sleeper team, in my opinion. You know, I think the ceiling for the Wizards right now is the sixth seed. I think the uh, floor is the 11th seed. So they they could finish anywhere in between there. You saw a team like the Knicks finish as the fourth seed. So you just never know. If these guys do buy in defensively and lock in defensively. Bradley Bill becomes a great defender or a solid defender. Or a mid mid level defender, Spencer Dinwiddie plays like he did in, in 2020. Sky's the limit. Kyle Kuzma plays well. Rui comes back and plays well. He's supposed to come back in a week or so, from what I'm hearing. Everybody takes a leap. Best case scenario, I say fourth seed. But like I, I feel like I really feel like the the ceiling is six for me right now. Um, Dinwiddie references that 2018 2019 that's the team he was on. As a team that had great chemistry, says good teams have quality. They had some go-getters on it. They had some guards that were able, you know, Karis LeVert. They had some guards that were some go-getters. You know, and I feel like Spencer Dinwiddie and Bradley Bill, both of these guys are go-getters that can score and take turns scoring. Take turns shooting jumpers, take turns getting to the basket, taking turns, getting getting some free throws, creating contact, and scoring um, around the Um, Spencer Dinwiddie makes some fun here. He says Kyle Kuzma likes to talk. But boy, that but that but boy, that boy can't guard me. My goodness, I'm what eight months removed from surgery. That's the best shot you got talking to trash for Kyle Kuzma. So that was just some funny stuff from Spencer Dinwiddie um, going back and forth with Kyle Kuzma. So um, the big nuggets right here. This is this is very important. He says, "I want to improve the Wizards' right for betting on me, especially coming off this injury." So yeah, this I mean the ACL injury coming back. He wants to he wants to prove the Washington Wizards right for giving him that three year, sixty two million dollar. Uh, contract with the one dollar championship bonus he wants to prove the washington wizards right for that um and i think he will spencer didn't when he reiterates that one of his goals this year is getting bradley bill to sign the supermax in dc so bradley bill once again i talked about this yesterday he is eligible to sign that four-year 181 million dollar contract extension on october 1st Um, but it's really, actually, this is from Bobby Marks. He said it's four years, $187 million extension starting October 1st. He's going to be eligible to sign that. But you hear from Bradley Bill's press conference, it sounded like, you know, he said that I have all year to make a decision. So what that indicates to me, this, 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 is, this topic is going to be talked about basically every day until he signs that contract or basically every day until the summertime in 2022. Is he going to sign the extension? Is he going to sign this uh, Supermax deal? or this big mega deal for five years, $242 million. That's what he can do in the offseason next year. So, like I said, you do the math. You want to bring out the brains truck, five years, $242 million. That's what I'm leaning towards with Bradley Beal. That's the decision I think he's going to make. We'll see what happens. And this is what Spencer Dinwiddie kind of is hinting at, but not even hinting at. He's basically just saying outright saying it. saying it. We want Bradley Beal. We want to help him sign this supermax deal. Bradley Bill wants to help Dale Gaffer get paid. You love it. You see the chemistry there. Everybody wants to help everybody get paid. Everybody eats. Everybody eats. So it's interesting. And to make Bradley Bill sign that deal, we're going to have to have a good year. We're going to have to definitely make the playoffs. I think, at least, if not even, if not make the second round, at least be very competitive. It cannot be a gentleman sweep four to one. It can't be a four or a sweep at all. It can't be that. It has to be competitive. If if we do lose, lose in the first round, it has to be I, I say it has to go to a game seven and show promise next year that we could improve to show Bradley Bill um, to to convince Bradley Bill to stay in D.C. or you know he might just say that contract and say Hey man, I've been in the league for ten years. It's time to get paid. It's time to get that five year two hundred forty two million dollar deal. I'm going to be the fans of the franchise of the franchise. I'm gonna, I'm going to be the number one guy. I can you know get this scoring or uh, score thirty points a game. And um, I'm going to get five years, $242 million. And that's a lot of money, man. I'm telling you, Bradley Bill, he's going to get paid. Regardless, he's going to get paid. But, wow, that's a lot of money. Um, So, yeah, that's two interesting nuggets from Spencer Dinwiddie. So, he had a um, very interesting press conference. But let's get to some training camp battles before we head out here. For me, it is Aaron Holiday versus Hawu Who is going to be that backup point guard for Bradley Bill? And that's – but Spencer Dinwiddie, he did announce that – KCP is going to start. Cantav- Cantavious Caldwell-Pope is going to start at, that, at the three position, which I don't, per- I personally don't agree with. I'd rather see Kyle Kuzma start at the three and Rui be at the four because you could just have that length. Kuzma can shoot and space the floor. Rui is, became a better shooter at the end of the year. And um, I just like the length because last year I'm just scarred from the three-guard lineup. I think Kuzma would be – I think they would play well off each other, Rui – and Kuzma, I really think they would fit together, and I think they would play well e- with each other. And then also for the de- depth behind Bradley Bill, like I said before, Bradley Bill just hasn't had great shooting guards behind him. You could, The Jody Meeks of the world, the Marcus Thorntons, no disrespect to those guys. Jerome Robinson, they tried that last year. Martel Webster, uh, many, many, many moons ago, Martel Webster. Jordan McCray, Jordy McBuckets, uh, he was a good backup for them. thought he played pretty well. Even Jordan Crawford, he was, he was okay off the bench. But I just think in recent years, Bradley Bill hasn't had a lot of depth. From that shooting guard position, I think KCP would be great off the bench. Haul would be the, the first back, back, the backup point guard to Spencer Dinwiddie for me. KCP, the backup two. Denny would be the backup three. Dobbies would be the backup four. And then Harrell would be the backup five to Gafford. So, But if KCP is starting, that does kind of muffle things for me, in my opinion. Right now, it, then you would have the two small guards in there. First off the bench, it would probably be Aaron and, and Haul, both off the bench and then at the three it would be Denny, and then Harrell at the five, and then it would be either – yeah, probably Davies at that four. I'm sorry, it would be Kuzma at the four, and then Davies would be the odd man out of the rotation. So it would be weird. You get a $16 million per year guy who is the 11th man on the rotation right there. So that would be kind of – yeah, it wouldn't work in my opinion. I'm not just – you know, if Davies doesn't play well – he doesn't play well then he should be the left man i'm not just gonna you know players shouldn't get a whole bunch of minutes just because they're getting paid but i understand that too but i just feel like it would be better for dobby's to get in and get that shooting rhythm he talked about how he came in fluffier last year and you know he wasn't in the best shape when he definitely could have been and um i feel like he's gonna play better this year i, I think he's gonna i think he's gonna have a bounce back here i think he's gonna have a bounce back i think he's gonna shoot over 40 percent. but to get back to the training camp battle i think it's haul versus aaron they're both going to be scrapping for minutes. They're both going to be scrapping for that main guard position and the, that backup guard position. They're going to be scrapping. They're two scrappy, high-energy guys who love to put, pick up full court. Paul is good at taking charges. He's good at being on a pass. Sometimes he did get picked up and hunted defensively. Seth Curry scored a lot of points on Paul Neto last year. Um, and then for me, it's just Kyle Kuzma, KCP, man. And if Davies were talking us, too, they're, they're all going to be fighting for minutes. It's a log jam. It really is. Corey Kisper, you could throw him in there, too. But Kyle Kuzma versus KCP, who's really going to fit better starting? And I like I like Kuzma guarding other threes, too, rather than KCP. I think KCP is better being a uh, 3 and D guy against other shooting guards. So that's my opinion on that. You guys, let me know if you guys have any train, training camp battles. You can definitely comment below or comment in the um, rating section on iTunes if you like. Um, and like I said, comment on tonight's video or today's video. So I can definitely do a mailbag. There's a lot of questions. I might have to do a part one, a part two, and a part three, a mailbag before we get to the preseason game on October 5th, which is Tuesday. I can't wait. I cannot wait against the Rockets. So excited. But, oh, one thing about the vaccine, I forgot to say this too. Somebody, let me find the information about the vaccine because I know in New York, so this is from Shams. He said, NBA spokesman Mike Bass so any player who elects not to comply with the local vaccination mandates will not be paid for games that he misses. So that is important for Bradley Bill. If he's not going to take the vaccine, then he will not be paid for games that he misses. So um, that is interesting with that. Oh, that's with local vaccine vaccination. So I'm sorry. That's for somebody like Kyrie in Brooklyn, New York. So um, it's interesting because Kyrie can't play in home games, but visitors can play in Brooklyn. So Bradley Bill, if he's not vaccinated, he would be able to play in Brooklyn. But a guy like Kyrie. Can't play in home games. Andrew Wiggins can't play in home home games in Oakland because he's not vaccinated. So this interesting with those rules. It really is interesting to to um, to say the least. But like I said, I'm excited to see Spencer Dinwiddie. I think he can play really well with the Washington Wizards. I'm excited to see him be that floor general and that shot maker and that shot creator. So I, I'm I'm expecting about 23 points a game for Spencer Spencer Dinwiddie. I'm going to go with 23 points a game. All right, you guys. This episode is brought to you by. Locked on Bets, betting on the NFL NBA. It doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked on Best podcast, hosted by your boy Hugh and Handicapping an Extra and Lee Sterling, get daily picks, blow specials, one-team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's Lock of the Day. Follow the Locked on Best podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcasts. Everybody have a good one. Hell to the Wizards. Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked on podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.